What is up, you guys? My name is Luigi, and welcome back to Sunly Leak Investors Podcast. We have another great podcast for you guys, joined by our good friend over in Australia, Vince Masara. He actually has his own podcast as well, so make sure to check him out at Soccer Car Rocks, another great podcast regarding soccer car investing, guys. But today, we'll be going over tools that you can actually use to help you in the soccer car investing hobby. Either if you're interested in finding players that are already established and are worth investing on because they're having a great season, or if you want to heavily invest in prospects, these tools will help you find those great players to invest in and hopefully make a great profit out of it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I know we'll have a part two release later on in which we'll actually break it down to the players that we personally think are a great investment. So sit tight and hope you enjoy. You know, we were talking about, it seems like you're really into prospecting. We just checked out your site. Uh, we've been yeah, on your cool. site for a little bit. And like, uh, we love your layout, man. Oh, cheers, dude. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I guess, go ahead. The Substack one or the other one? The the soccer sports card. Sports yeah, card. The, sub- the sports card. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sports card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, I literally went over this. I literally went, Vince, I literally went over. I said, let me not mess this up. Oh, mate. It's, um, it was one of those things where I don't know how you like into all of like, um, website building and stuff like that is, but that was actually like an expired domain that was a website like in the like oh. early, early days of the internet. Right. And I was like, I looked at the name and I was like, because oh. I wanted to start with something expired that I could like use some uh, like I old see. articles from. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Oh man, that's a bit of a mouthful, but like, it'll do." Brilliant. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's I brilliant. Like, it's bit- I, know, I wish I thought of that because we would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you're really into prospecting. Mm. I know we were talking about there's a lot of different tools, and a lot of times, a lot of our listeners come in and come to ask us, "Hey, you know, what do you think about this prospect? This prospect? This prospect?" And that's all all fine and dandy, but I always prefer to give them tools for them to make their own judgment because I think with the soccer card market of how it's rising and growing at a really rapid pace, I would argue if you're going with, if you're investing into a youngster, a prospect that doesn't get hurt, right? And you get some playing time and get some hype, you'll end up probably making some money on it. Yeah, oh, 100%. And it's one of those things where I never feel too comfortable saying like, this is a player you should definitely buy. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like we can do all of the prospecting, all of the research. We can do everything to make it as likely as possible that we're going to hit on a a guy who's going to be good. But you don't know. Like you don't know. And you really don't. (laughs) if, if, If I knew for sure, there wouldn't be any cards left of that player on ebay anyway because i'd probably buy them all if i knew for like, <laughs> if i knew if i knew 100 percent that this player was gonna like 10x in value over the next year like i would i would do that um so it's more just setting people up to make their own judgments really and when you tell people for example you know when to buy because this player is really cheap and they're gonna get better you should buy now you know, it's those same people are going to come back and ask you when they should sell and when the best, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's definitely more of a, what's the old teach a man to fish sort of metaphor. Yeah. Isn't it? I think I know what you're talking about. Um, it's like, yeah. you give a man a fish, you teach him how to sell you. You, you, know, you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. You teach him the fish, he'll eat forever or something like that. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's you it. almost had it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, we, um, we yeah. So definitely doing research is is what I, and it, it's also something that I enjoy as well. Like I, I'm I've been a soccer fan, you know, pretty much all of my life. So it's it's definitely something where it is a bit of a difference, and you kind of need to know what to look for because there are so many leagues around the world and it does differ. It, it's different from, you know, and you know, major American sports like you know, NBA, NFL, baseball, uh, baseball potentially, cause there's such a big farming system, but um, especially like NBA and um, NFL, like it's so much focused on the one league where soccer, you've really got a prospect from everywhere, especially the way rookie cards and rookie stickers come out as well. So yeah. Um, yeah, and there's definitely some tools to do that. We can go through a couple if you like. Yeah, I do. I actually want to put a precursor out here just because we talk a lot about prospecting, which is ironically not even our biggest allocation of money um, yep. yes, into collecting. Sure. That's, yes, I, at sure. least that's for us. Um, yeah, I agree. So I, I think that's something that people should think about because you know I think you should go into things that you know for sure are going to rise up in value, which is vintage and legend. And then there's established players that are still severely underpriced. But then there's also the, mo- the most fun part is trying to prospect. So yeah, we like talking I, about I, it, but we also don't leverage all of our money into prospecting. Yes, that's a good way to put it. I completely agree. And the way the soccer market is at the moment, it's so, it's so raw and so new. Yeah, We have all of those legends that come out. Like I, I picked up the other day, actually, some um cards i'm not going to say like what the players or anything like that are but you know like italy italy exam for example in the um like in the 90s like Serie A was like the biggest league in the world and there were so many good players um and those cards aren't worth too much now but you know they're awesome players who are absolute legends of the game and you know they're cards from the 90s and they're you know fresh wax and you don't really see them very much anymore and little things like that so it's um yeah, definitely most of the money, I think. And I'm the same as you guys. Like prospecting I do because it's really fun and you can follow guys as they, um, like through their careers. And it's a great way to get into the sport, especially if you're someone who's into the hobby but don't really know soccer yet, which I think is, I think that's probably a big chunk of the people that are coming into the market. Yeah. Um, probably are more into the hobby, but not the, not the sport so much. Um, and that would just be, man that is a that is a hard ask like soccer is a hard sport to understand like yeah not just with the amount of leagues and um just the amount of stuff that's going on and enough to keep tabs on so definitely i am putting most of my uh most of my money into the money that i'm investing most of it is going into established players and veterans and um just a little bit goes into these prospects who could be um, you know, something in the future. And the thing is with soccer as well, like we said, like we touched on earlier, it's like a player is one move away from making or breaking a career. Like transfers play such a big role um, yeah. in, in a player and how their career plays out. Like you get someone who, like, for example, like if you look at like some of the guys that have left Dortmund, um, in the past, like some have been like really, really good. And then you get someone like, oh, it's Shinji Kagawa, for example, was... Oh, why had to go to the yeah, heart? Yeah, why do you got to name heart. her, man? Yeah, 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 Like, don't get me wrong. Kag- like, on the off chance that Kagawa's listening, like, I love you, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he 
left a little bit late and then he went to you know like man united and he just didn't get the run that he deserved there and next thing you know and a player takes a move that doesn't really work out for them and they end up being you know they leave the first club as like a young player who's prospected to go on to big things and they make a couple uh, they're basically in quicksand and not doing much for a couple of years and next thing you know they're 27 and the next move is like re-establishing their career again and you're like man he was almost he was almost as can't miss as you like at that stage like he was so good so um if there's so much that needs to go right for a player to be um one of the best like and it's not even just talent wise as well like how many good and that, we're not even mentioned we haven't even mentioned injuries yet like oh, that's, was, yeah, that's the saddest part so, yeah yeah one thing that i do want to mention though regarding prospecting i don't know if you agree with me vince but i just feel like it's a much cheaper way to also to get into the hobby because let's say new people you know are getting in and they want to get straight into legends let's just say for example a ronaldo or a messi you're going to break the bank nowadays yeah but if you're if if you're not sure what you're going to do then i I just feel like prospecting is the way to go because you're only investing what like five dollars to ten dollars on a on a player's sticker for example and then you just you know buy a few of those and just wait to see what happens worst case scenario you lose 20 30 bucks you know yeah 100 100 percent. it's like my mom has probably never watched a soccer game in her life that I haven't played in. And she knows who Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo is. You know what I mean? Like everyone, <laughs> everyone knows who they are. So they're the first ones that people are going to jump on. And it's, it's one of those things where it is like, it is a cheaper way to get into it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's also like a lot of these cards and a lot of these stickers, especially you know, someone's rookie, if they're, a, if they're a young guy coming up, it's probably not going to be from a, a top tier club. Their rookie sticker or will probably be from a minor club or even like a minor league as well. Like, you know, you be, might be looking for, I don't know, Portugal or Belgium or... Be careful now. Don't, be, don't, be, don't call those teams. <laughs> <laughs> we have listeners. They will, they will definitely come at you. <laughs> i know what you mean yeah 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 like it's 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 very rare that um like so for example like you know Lionel messi came through at barcelona like it's very rare that a great young player comes through at a top club like that um yeah. and i think that's well that's part of the reason why barca is kind of um where they are at the moment mm-hmm. is it's so hard for the young players to get a go at a really good team and if they can't break into a team for, you know, a couple of seasons because there's a top top tier club, you don't have those young guys coming through. So it's it's far more likely that a player will come through at a smaller team or a smaller league. And yeah, definitely a, a cheaper and more cost-effective way to get in. And um, like you said, worst case scenario, you're going to lose, you know, five bucks on a card or a sticker and that's it. So um just risk reward situation there and you know it you don't need a huge increase either to get a good roi um yeah. you know if you get if you get someone in at five bucks and even if their sticker is worth 20 it's only 15 dollars. that's a huge increase of what you put in and you know those little things count where you know the fluctuations at the top you know you're not going to put a thousand dollars into a messy card hoping to make you know a thousand and twenty um 
Yeah, so it's definitely a, a more cost-effective way to get in. Yeah. Yeah, and Vince, I, I know you had some tools that you use that I am actually not, we are not familiar with. So, yeah, okay. you know, I really wanted you to talk to to um, the listeners about that. Um, I think, is it F? F brief? F brief? Oh, so FB ref, it's called. There we go. There we go. Yeah, so do you know the guy? Yeah, I should have put a space in that. Do you know? Um, so they got a bunch of websites. You probably would have heard of them. So like basketball reference and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's their soccer. Um, it's their soccer site. It's awesome. It's so good. Um, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I don't know why it's, they've gone with that domain name when everything else is like, you know, baseball reference, basketball reference, football reference. I'm guessing it's got, um, I don't know. They might, the domain must have been taken or for some reason they went with FB ref. I looked yeah, at it and I was doing the same thing <laughs> when someone put it in like a message to me and I was like, I, is, like, is this, like, is this a site that's going to be in English when I get there? Or am I going to have to lie? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I remember, I know, I know this site because it just reminds me of, it just seems it has a 1990s feel. Yes, and you just ne- you never know. You always get stats from this website, but you don't remember where you got it, which site you got it from. Yes, a hundred percent. There you go. When when it comes to those stats websites as well, my like backyard theory is like when you get to one of them, and it looks like it's like hasn't changed the look since like nineteen ninety six, but every single stat is up to date. And you're like, man, this is a labor of love. Whoever's starting this, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> they are committed. They know their stuff. So, um, yeah, that's for me, that's right up there. And you can get pretty advanced stats on that now, player-wise. Yeah, what's, um, what's, which, what's that that you use that you look into for fbref.com? Yeah, so it, like, it really does depend on, obviously, the way the market is at the moment. Um, it is relatively fresh, but it's safe to say that, you know, those glory stats like goals and assists – are really what drives um, what drives value at this stage. Yeah, for um, now, yeah. I, yeah, you, I, like I'm not going to say forever because you, like, you don't know. And soccer is so much, um, there's so much that stats don't tell you as well at the moment. Like even statistics in soccer itself is still relatively, relatively fresh because um, everything is so, when it comes to, you know, baseball, basketball, football, um, you know, there's different data sets. Like a play is a different data set. Where in soccer, it's so it's so much more fluid. Um, yeah. So at this stage, it is goals and assists. But you don't just look at goals and assists because that's not always indicative of the process and like future performance. So looking at things like, you know, if it's a striker, it could be how many what what the xg is xg is obviously um the rage at the moment and that's basically expected goals like how many goals a player is expected to score in that yeah, position you, where they shoot can you actually explain more about that because i think a lot of times um I, we use xg a lot and there's always different ways to interpret it yeah i think it's always interesting to talk about it because you know what how do you use xgs when you decide hey you know this this player is performing at the level he should be or he's overperforming underperforming um, how, how could that help someone that's coming into, um, soccer and has a very analytical mindset? Yeah, hundred percent. So XG is, there's a couple of different variations of it. Um, every, you know, different websites will have their different um, yeah. ways of calculating it, which is a little bit tricky and it makes sense yeah. as well in a way. Um, there are so many variables. It's basically 
calculated by where you are when you shoot, um, how you get your shot. So is it like a pass? Is it a cross? Is it, you know, a header? Is it a through ball? Um, Variants on that. And also some will put variations on um, like if there's defenders in the way and things like that as well. Right, right. Some some won't, some do. I'm pretty sure FB ref does. Because I I think they use StatsBomb for their statistics. And StatsBomb is... Um, a great, like probably the the best when it comes to um, football statistics at the moment. Um, so they they scrape all of their data from there. Um, so yeah, I use XG for that. And if someone's got, if someone is really outperforming their XG, um, it depends on. Well, put it this way. So for example, um, the the very best. So Lionel Messi, for example, he usually. At the peak, you'll be going at about 25% more than your expected goals. And that's like... That's, as, that's, 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 breaking, as, break, that's breaking the law. Yeah, exactly. So if anyone's above that, um, I would be really cautious that they're... Um, you know, they'll revert to the mean eventually, especially if it's a small sample size as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So basically what you're saying is um, 25% more. So for example, it's like four goals and they scored four goals. Let's just make it simple. Or no, they scored five goals. Right. And then they, <laughs> I'm a, I'm an engineering major. I can't yeah, do it. Engineers, <laughs> guys, engineers. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, basically when you are outperforming your XGs to compared to your goals, right. Um, it means either you're really elite finisher, um, or you just had a really great year. In, is that what you're trying yeah, to say? 100%. This isn't a guy that I was going to mention later, but um, yeah. so for example, there is, I can mention player names, I'm sure. Danny Ings. Um, oh, yeah. Last yep. year yeah. Had unreal, awesome, unreal. Awesome year. Awesome, awesome year. However, he outperformed, he like almost doubled his XG off memory. Um, yeah. So he performed what he scored way more goals than oh. he should have, basically. Um, so if he now Danny Ings is at that part of his career where it's not like he's a prospect that everybody's hopping on. Yeah. Um, he's been around a few times. So he will most likely, he could have a really, really good season coming and not be as good as he was last year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like he, yeah. he could have a really, really good season and outperform his XG by, you know, more than Messi does and still have a worse season than he did last year. So um, it's definitely something to keep in mind. And it's also the other way around as well. Like if you've got someone who's consistently or, you know, having a a season where they're performing under their XG and it's like, well, man, this guy isn't as bad as, you know, this guy isn't a terrible finisher. This guy isn't a terrible (laughs) striker. um, That maybe it's a good time to hop on. Maybe they will be scoring more next season. Raheem Sterling, um, right? No, I was kidding. Raheem, I was going to say um, Gabriel Jesus, but yeah, <laughs> well, same both thing. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's it's definitely a, an important thing to have a bit of a look at as well. Um, so that's definitely probably the first stat that I look at. Um, also, other things like touches. You can look, see how many touches they get in the box. Um, so for strikers like that, touches in the box is, for me, really important. Odds are it's either going to lead to 
an attempted shot, a dribble into the box, so maybe an attempted foul or an attempted um, assist. Yeah. So really important. I don't think many people look at that, but yeah. um, it also, all of these data points are, they work with each other. It's not like you just look at one thing and go, all right, cool. Um, it sort of helps you, helps you paint a picture more so than is the picture itself. Um, if it's a midfielder, you could be looking also for things like goals as well, but also, you know, how many key passes they get, how many through balls they try, um, little things like that really help sort of dictate who the main players are on a team and how their performance is compared to those around them and how their performance is. And for example, like looking at, so when we talked about guys performing under their XG, we mentioned two Man City players. Yep. So that would assume, like you would, you would, from that, you would kind of look more into it and be like, well, man, maybe some of those <laughs> Man City midfielders could be getting some more assists once the other guys start, you know, scoring goals against Leon from the goal line. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, is literally. true. Yeah. And, and another thing is um, a, a, great, a great thing, I already cut you off, Vince, but there's a, oh, another yeah. thing that you kind of hit a light bulb was like looking at players consistently. Some of these players, some of these established players have a, a certain um, uh, streak of how they perform within their XGs. Right. Yes, so, yes. so you'll see sometimes like, um, I think Mohamed Salah was actually the first time, first year that he actually performed under slightly under his mm. XGs, um, which kind of makes sense. Cause you, from the eye level, he kind of missed some easy shots when I, when I watched them and everything like that. So it's a great, it's a great point. Like there's all, you could, the main thing is XGs. If you're an analytical guy, you could spin it any type of way, you know, um, there's not mm. just one way. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. And it's, it's also a good opportunity for, so if someone's getting a high XG, even if they're not performing to it, it yeah. means they're either, well, for starters, they're getting themselves in really good positions. Which is good, yeah. Um, it doesn't matter how poor of a finisher you are. If, you're, if you have a shot that's a good XG, like you've had to get there. Like the ball has got to you and your work off the ball has given you that opportunity. So that's a good thing. And it's also indicative of the team that you're in. If you've got, you know, high XG, you're going to be, there's probably a team that's creating a lot of chances. Um, yeah. So that's obviously a good thing to look at too. But like you said, it's, it's definitely um, a tool to use and how you, how you interpret it. It can really be up to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it could be interpreted yeah. by anything. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. And they should be working with, you know, a little bit more work as well. Like I, I, you can't just get a, a print off of, you know, players in their XG and not even know who they are and be like, oh, such and such has performed underneath their XG. I'm going to go to eBay and like stock up on right. their cards. Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's more to the picture, but it paints you a decent picture. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It helps. It helps. Um, so. It's all little bits and pieces. And for so long, like we said before, soccer has been a game that you can't really do much um, statistics wise and analytics wise, especially for us that aren't working, you know, at Premier League clubs and things like that, like they have all yeah. that. Um, we, it's pretty fresh. Like even if you check on FB ref, even if you check, like, for example, the really, really better players, their statistics, you might only get advanced statistics for the past three or four seasons. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. probably won't be able to get Messi's XG from, you know, 2005. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
it'll be just the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good stuff to talk about. Um, I, I think what I want to do is um, on top of every ref, there's other sites. Uh, yeah. I know, I know Luigi and we, we use a lot of um, websites, this website, whoscored.com. And yes. I think you put it in as well. Um, but I guess I, I would like to have Luigi talk a little bit more about who scored, how we use it. Cause we actually use it a lot. Um, especially the rating system, mm. their heat maps for their for our match days and everything like that, right, Luigi? Yeah. So we basically, I mean, who score? I think it was either Bob or Brian that actually brought it up to me. Oh, I hadn't Bob heard about Brian, it. I'm pretty sure. Um, but I mean, it goes, it, it goes in, it, it breaks down into each player how they perform each game, and they actually give a player a rating. Um, sometimes. You know, I watch the games and I look at the rating. I was like, wait a minute. This is not, you know, <laughs> how I saw the game go. But other than that, I, I just think it helps a lot. You know, I mean, and for us, we do we like to do match days, you know, for for the leagues that are going on. So it just, you know, pretty easy. If you don't want to spend a lot of time looking at a player's stat, just go into who score, look up the game and it tells you right there, you know, how many goals they had, assists, key passes, any yeah, he passes. I mean, and like I said, you know, a lot of people, a lot, they just like to see a score from zero to 10. You know, how well did they did that player perform? And boom, tells you right there. All right. You're like, all right, I didn't watch the game, but this site, you know, it says he performed at a 8.5 out of 10. So it tells you, you know, pretty good. Even if he didn't score any goals or had any assists, but still tells you, you know, he did pretty well during that game. So like I said, you know, it, it, it helps. I, I feel like it helps a lot of people, especially – you know, because we, we were just talking about XGs, but that goes a little bit too deep into mm. it. But players that, I mean, people that don't really want to get into that, you know, this this is another site that really helps get into it. So, so yeah, the top version of FB ref will be who scored. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's um, what I like about who scored as well is if I'm looking at a player for sort of the first time, if you go to their individual player page, it's got some dot points of their strengths and weaknesses as well based off the numbers in who scored. Yep. Uh, and I think that's that's really good to look at as well. Like it's sometimes it's nice to go in fresh and not know anything about the player, but sometimes it's also because there are, you know, like in you know, we're not scouting for teams, we're scouting for our cards. So um there are different there are certain types of players that usually will draw a better price in cards, like those sort of flashier players who are, you know, fast and get a lot of goals and get a lot of assists and things like that. And that little inside of a couple of dot points. And I, I really like the, the weekly, the score out of 10 as well. Like it is an easy way to sort of fo- follow along. And like you said, you might not agree with it every single time, but it's something it's, con- it's a consistent thing. It's a consistent number. So um, yeah, definitely a, definitely a really good website. Yeah. Yeah. And to yeah. Add to that, Oh, well, you want to add something? I was going to say, you got to use like, I guess who scored is basically like a painting as well. You got to use your discretion. Mm-hmm. Cause if, Let's say some thirty-eight-year-old scored a hat trick. Yeah, you don't want to just go. Yeah, you don't want to go in and just invest in him just because he scored a hat trick that game. So you got to do some background research as well to make sure this player is actually like investable, like if that's a real word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and to add to what Bob said, it, with who scored, I love we love using it because, like you said, Vince, people like the flashy players, and who scored actually heavily relies on their algorithm, how they work their system rating on, on take-ons. So, for example, with Leon and PSG, um, even though it, Ma- Neymar did an amazing job of taking on, like, no, no, not, not Leon, sorry, Atalanta. It was Atalanta. 
um, when they took on Atalanta, he took on a lot of players, and his who score rate was absurd. Remember that Luigi? We're like talking about it. It was like nine point eight, but he he like missed so many shots in the box. <laughs> so it, it's really interesting to to look into though. But um, but moving along though, I know fantasy Premier League. I know you, you're so you're really into that. I, I try. It's it's usually one of those things where you. You started at the start of the season, like you give it a go and you're like, okay, I'm going to be really <laughs> yeah, good. I can relate. I can relate, actually. Especially when you're not like, if it's not a league where it's you and your friends, if you've just entered a team in like the big worldwide one, you try it at the start and then after a couple of weeks and it doesn't go your way and you're like, it kind of yeah. tapers off and like life gets in the way. Um, however, I think it's a really good way and a similar way to who scored as well. It's definitely only for Premier League, obviously. Um but you get a a number based on your performance. It really favors those same statistics like goals and assists. Um, so that helps, you know, it's not favoring things that don't impact price. It's all for, an, for a striker. The only things that really will impact your score is if you play, like how many minutes you play, how many goals you score and how many assists you get. So for someone who's into cards, cool. That's exactly what I need to know on the base level. And it is that one number. And also because the players are priced, you know, it could be anywhere up to, I think you're given like a hundred million dollar budget at yeah. the start of the season. Yeah. The very best players are about a 12, um, 12 million. So, and the, you know, the ones who don't score as much are at about a four or a four and a half. So you're on that scale of about eight points. And it's an easy way to just to get those initial comparisons Yep, I guess, and it's a way exactly. to look at. So, it's it's definitely not the be all and end all, and it's not one of those things where you're like, oh man, this player had a great fantasy game. I'm going to invest in him. Like, it's not really a tool you're going to use like that. Um, however, it's a great way to follow along as well, and like keep keep track of guys every week, and their price fluctuates with their performance. So, if you'd be like, man, this player, this young guy has started getting more game time and his price is increasing and increasing. Yeah, that's not an alarm. Someone, he could be someone that I look into. Exactly, um, exactly. Yeah, so it, it's definitely um, a way. Oh, sorry, go. No, yeah, I was going to say, because I know you recently uh, actually made a podcast regarding um, Fantasy League. Um, and one thing that I definitely agree was that you mentioned, you know, if you're starting out from fresh, soccer you know and you're not you're not really into watching a full 90 minute game i think this is a great way to get into it yeah and also it's a fun way to do it you know i mean and you know a lot of people here in the states they actually do uh football actually uh, american football so if, if you transition that into soccer and they actually want to get into it it's a great way to start you know yeah i think fantasy sports and i think there's if you were going to do like one of those old Venn diagrams with the two circles about the people that are into card collecting and are into fantasy sports, it's probably just like one circle. Yeah. It's a massive, massive, uh, massive correlation there. So it's, it's a format that people are usually pretty familiar with being um, fantasy sports. And the same as in Australia, um, fantasy football um, or Australian football is really big here is huge. Um, basketball is followed as well, fantasy-wise. It's a great way to get into a sport for the first time. It's, it's a great way to learn who the good players are as well, I find. Um, like, I can know... Like, I don't, I don't really know much about American football besides the guys that I had in my fantasy team, and that's about it, and the guys that were performing well. Um, 
So it is a great way and it's a fun way to just keep track of how players are performing week in and week out. And like, you don't have to play it to try and win the whole thing. Just something to sort of, yeah, just look at it for, you know, 15 minutes on a Monday morning after all the games have played and um, yeah, have a, have a see who's performing well and who isn't. Yeah. And one, and one thing I wanted to um, talk about after, like with fantasy premier league, um, I guess using fantasy premier league, I think one of the things that you said was you use new sites, right? You're saying um, you use the athletic.com. Mm. Um, the athletic.com actually has a pretty good fantasy premier league section. Um, yes. I, I don't know if you use it, but yeah, we use it too. And I love listening to the podcast, the fantasy premier league podcast by the athletic. Um, yep. And that helps a lot too. Like it, it's all like tools within each other. Um, but I guess what new, what other news sites do you use? I know we use the athletic a lot. If you guys don't use it, we're not sponsored by them. Maybe one day, but <laughs> um, the athletic is, it's a subscription base. It basically gives you really good knowledge. People that are in the know talking about the team and, and the, the materials they put out there is really quality mm. stuff. Right, Vince? Yeah. The athletic is great. And recently, well, actually I'm not sure how recent it is. I just noticed it in my, um, my account the other day they've got like a, a news tracker as well so they've started putting yeah that's new like breaking like recently they've started putting breaking news into it um and it's good because the athletic is very much a sports i think the um the example they used in the like the press release saying that they were going to be doing breaking news was you know if a player is gets a transfer we'll write about that but if you know, Mo Salah buys a new car. We're not going to talk about that. So it's not like it's, <laughs> it's like it's not tabloid breaking news. So um, I find some of the sites can be like news that isn't really that newsworthy for us. Um, yep. So the Athletic is definitely one of them. Also, um, so goal goal dot com is is really good. Um, so for example, they got the they got the Messi interview last <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah, I have no idea how they did that, but oh man. <laughs> I love the energy of like having the biggest interview of your life in like flip flops and board shorts. Just <laughs> That's like, how you do it. That's how you're supposed yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah. That is just like, that is just such a, that is the move of someone who is just like, I have like, I'm just going to do whatever I want. Like I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to put on home. shoes. What can you say? Yeah. hundred yeah, yeah. percent. <laughs> he's just, he's yeah. Showed up and they're, they're usually, they're, they're pretty good as well. Um, like you said, I don't know how they got that. That's a huge get for them. But so goal, the athletic. Also, like if you find a good one, like I would just, you don't need to be following 15 different news sites. Yeah. Um, it's a great way to sort of overload yourself with info. Um, so just shop around. If you're, if you're already a subscriber to the athletic, I would just be using that. Once they've started doing their breaking news, like I've just sort of been following that and that's it. Like, yeah. Um, it's there's so much info out there it's more it's not finding information in general it's finding the right information and knowing what to do with it is the hard part now yeah it is and one another site that we use is um bob actually uses reddit a lot yeah, which I was is gonna kind of funny that. but reddit yeah, is actually really good right bob like we, yeah reddit dropping some knowledge out there yeah reddit it's basically like all, all the news breaking just goes just go, you just go there and they break it down for you and then um Usually, uh, do you use Reddit, Vince? Or yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so you know, like they have like tiers of like we're all journalists who are like, reliable to each club, and mm. so I I kind of use that to like speculate like who's going where and everything. Because Brian would be sending me random articles, so I'd be like, <laughs> uh, I don't believe this. Let me check Reddit real quick. Yeah, and what tier he is. I'm, yeah. I'm the guy that stirs the pot. <laughs> <laughs> and they've also got 
usually because there's so much going on with Reddit as well. I know usually every transfer window, they've usually got like a big mega sort yeah, of mega thread. thread. Yeah, with all of the news that's in there. So you can just go to that one thread every couple of days or every week and see the news that's actually, you know, the moves that have actually happened um, rather than the ones that are talked about. Because there's so many moves that get spoken about, like they're bound to happen. And then like push comes to shove and like it could even be, you know, they don't even pass the medical or it could be like, it's definitely, there's so much spoken about. Like it's, you need to find the ones that are, reliable and you know when it's confirmed is when you should really move you shouldn't um assume a move is going to happen because you read it on an article yeah, yeah some tabloid yeah. website i'm trying to think that's, of one. that's me that's me i'm like i'll pull any, <laughs> i can i can find any type of rumor you want yeah um, oh my god 100 percent. like but, yeah because yeah. like yeah you're not going to in like find some mining so oh the sun wrote that such and such is going to man united <laughs> Actually, the, the sun. sun's not really reliable the sun. the sun is the best <laughs> <laughs> but hey so I, I another one that you put down that i thought was really interesting was um yscout.com yeah how you, so how do you say that because like yeah, that's so a paid wh- option but go ahead yeah so yscout is a paid option um like i wouldn't i wouldn't suggest that if you're just like new to the sport and like wanting to get into it i'm like a massive soccer nerd anyway. So I would like happily cancel my, you know, Netflix account and watch like Y scout videos because that's like, <laughs> I like, I like the sport and I find it enjoyable. Um, if you're just like brand new to the sport, like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be doing it. If you're really into it though, it's awesome. So there's different tiers for everything. Um, so for example, you can also check guys. It'll say, so for example, who, who have we already mentioned? So Danny Ings, it'll be, um, Danny Ings had this XG, but he scored these goals. There's little clips of like all these different plays. So you can see like all of his goals, where they came from, little video clips. You can even do like key passes. I don't know where they get all this data from and all this info from. I'm assuming they just have like an army of guys out there like clipping and recording games and like putting them on there, but it's awesome. So there's yeah, different tiers. So. Yeah, there's different tiers. Um, it's used from basically journalists all the way up to like clubs use it as well for their scouting. So yeah, um, yeah plenty of, it's, it's almost like a, a must have for professional clubs at the moment. So like I would only be using it if it's something that you're really interested in. You can definitely get by without it. Um, I write a lot about the sport as well. So I use it. Um, it is, it, it's an investment you know, definitely you can, you can definitely get by with the free options that we've mentioned though. But if you're looking for that next level, that is definitely something that I would, I would recommend. Yeah, so, like, now, now does, does this cover all the leaks or just uh premiere? It honestly, mate, it has every single league that you could think of. And even ones that you couldn't, I could, I was finding like minor, minor leagues in Australia on there oh God, what? <laughs> and like obviously the the level of the statistical um the level of data collection will obviously you know it doesn't have the same insight as you would about the premier league that's on showing every country in the world but there are it is ridiculous how many countries and how many leagues are in there like it's it is something else like i was i was doing some scouting like on there the other day and finding some players and it's a good thing you can do like an advanced search so I can put in some key statistics that I like, filter guys through that. And I was looking at one guy and I was like, 
oh man, this guy's looking pretty good. And I looked at him like at his profile and he was playing in like the Austrian second division or something like that. And I was like, right. <laughs> I, think, I think that was like the first day that I bought, like I tried it out and I was like, I'll give it a go. So I was like filtering through and I was like, man, I'm in deep here. This is like, <laughs> this is more than I thought. Um, but yeah, it's, it goes, it goes very deep. That's awesome. Yeah. I may have, I may have, I might have to get into it to find my my future Venezuelan player. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, 100%. I, I reckon, I reckon you'd be able to find him in utero on that site. To be honest, hey, who knows? <laughs> who knows? I may even find myself in there, dude. <laughs> yeah, you probably will. <laughs> <laughs> when, anyway. when I saw um, how deep it went in Australia, that was definitely the first the first thing I did after that. Interesting, but so moving along though with um, strategies, right? I think we talked about strategies on how to keep tabs on young players, like how to, I guess, finding more players like on an easier level. Level. I know I put Instagram accounts on there. I know we use um, four three three a lot. Um, mm. That's an Instagram account that, that puts out um, prospects. Um, FMScout.com is something that we use as well, yes. like Football Manager. As yeah, silly 100%. as it sounds, yeah, I mean, as silly as it sounds. Um, Football manager does their stuff pretty well. You know, I mean, Bob's yeah. coming up with me, like, telling me all these prospects I've never heard of in my life. Like, I think the first time I heard Jude um, Bellingham, well, we'll talk about him later, but like, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was when Moyes, David Moyes, was at Everton. I think they signed a dude, well, they started scouting him because he was really good on football manager. I'm I almost. Think, was he on Reddit? Because Bob told me something about that. I probably sent it to you a long time ago, but I, <laughs> I vaguely remember, I think I vaguely remember that on Reddit. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, it's huge. And they do a good job. And like, obviously they're not going to hit a hundred percent of the time, but no one hits a hundred percent of the time. Um, yeah, no one. And most of the, and most of the hits they, they do, they do get, and it's, it's a great way to just sort of get some basic numbers. Like, yeah, it's, I, I find it really helpful as well. And, um, definitely something that you can look at and get a pretty basic view of a player and what their strengths and weaknesses could be. Yeah, yeah. I, I never really got to play football manager a lot, but fmscout.com kind of puts a comprehensive guide, like a, a whole entire rating system. It's all about these rating systems, but it's more like for people, don't just go off of, off of it. Uh, make sure you can use all the tools around you to make your best decision. But I think that's better than just going off of whoever is hot on the Yeah, news, 100%. Right? And it's... And football manager is one of those things as well, like kind of see how they are at the start of the game, I guess, because obviously the game kind of predicts how their career is going to go and how their stats are <laughs> going to improve. And like, it's definitely more accurate in the first season than it is, you know, you're not going to look at a guy and be like, oh man, this 18 year old was a freak by the fifth year of football manager. It's like, well, that's... <laughs> yeah, don't, use, don't use that basis. Do, do not yeah, that. it's like, well, that means you, could, you should probably buy him in football manager and not as a card, but um, definitely see how they go at the start. And FM Scout's a pretty good tool for that, yeah.